0: Good morning. Listen, as Charles and Leslie discuss the problem with the fight against coronavirus and the fact that the fight is not over. Enjoy. Welcome to the making your Mondays feel like Fridays, the Irvin Lawway podcast. Your host is Leslie Peters, the guy with the girl's name. And yes, he's sticking to it. This is a podcast where we help
1: reshift and pursue happiness and purpose by living every day with the same enthusiasm we have on Fridays at the end of the workday.
2: Leslie and I have known each other since early, early childhood. We grew up on the same country road in Mississippi. I think why we're good for the community of Mississippi is
0: because we're a product of this community. We are just two country guys, and we were embedded with what I call the diamonds of good character. Come, join the
2: family, and help us build the community.
0: Charles, Charles, Charles! Another week, another Friday. How you doing?
2: I'm doing great, brother. How are you? Your mic is muted. There you go. Yeah, I think it may be a little small delay, having some technical difficulty. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Well, work them out, work them out. We do <clears throat> you know that you're out of the building today due to <laughs> not having air. So, yeah. Uh, we'll work through the technical difficulties because you will not work through not having air. <laughs> I did the best I could while I could, brother. It got a little hot. <laughs> hey man, I, I I got mad props to you. I understand how that. I, I've been in that building when when the air goes out. No fun. Yeah, that's not the way I want to lose some pounds. I put it that way. That's right. Listen, you know, for the title today, it was real simple, and and it was apparent to me. Uh, that this was the title of the show today was simply The Fight Is Not Over. And I feel like I got to say that on so many fronts mm. because as a society, we we have watched the world go through phases. Some parts of the world did much better than others. And then some of us haven't learned from others. and And, and, and we are are kind of rescinding from where we were. So when I say the fight is not over, the fight is not over for justice. The fight is not over for COVID. The fight is not over for health and life. The fight is not over for understanding. The fight is not over for action. The fight is not over for unity. The fight simply is not over, Charles. It's
2: not over. Yeah, well, I mean, that's one way of looking at it, Leslie. The fight, the struggle, it's all been going on. I tell you what, though, I'm kind of in the Fannie Lou Hamer uh, camp. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm. Um, one of the things one of the things that I'm, I'm sick of right now is people getting sick and they don't have to.
0: So let me let me let me just stop right there. I want to I want to I want to say something then I'm going to let you take it from there. And and this is important. And so I'm, I'm talking to America, I'm talking to everybody. And I want you to hear this from the bottom of my heart. If you don't desire to wear a mask or you don't think it's that important, that's fine. I'm pleading with you to wear it for my health because the reality of it is when we wear a mask, it's not to protect us. It's to protect the other person. When you wear a mask, it's to protect me. So I'm going to do my part mm-hmm. to protect you. I'm just asking that you do your part to protect me. And, and as we look And where Mississippi is making the front page of news right now with the outbreak at the Capitol and the number keeps climbing. Let's just start right there at the top. Let's just start right there. We're going to start the show off today and full steam ahead. We're just going to start at the top and work our way down.
2: Well, there is an off you saying, (laughs) do (laughs) as I say, not as I do. I think our state representatives, our leadership have found themselves, unfortunately, and we wish them all a speedy recovery, but we, find that we, we see them finding themselves telling us to be safe, to social distance, to wash our hands and do all those things. But we also see the political component come into play when some think that wearing a mask is restricting their liberties. And so they didn't do it. And now the number went from one or two to 26 and it's rising. The others haven't been released yet, but they are on the way because they were all in contact with each other. And they tried to sit in the building in the state capitol in their normal seats with no distancing. And the one thing that I've been saying for a very long time is that COVID is an airborne disease. Now, the politicians didn't want to acknowledge that. The scientists have been screaming it out loud. Hey, it's airborne. How else do you account for a choir practice uh, causing over 60% of the choir members to get sick? Hey, it's airborne. How do you account for bars and indoor and enclosed spaces causing mass outbreaks it's because not only can you get it from touching the bar or touching a chair or touching something where it's contaminated your voice saliva respiratory drops when they get into the air they're alive and they're looking for another host Mm And so here we are. We have 13 counties or however it's broken down in this new emergency mandate in Mississippi, basically the hottest spots. What I can tell you is no matter where you are, you should be wearing a mask because as we see, if you blame blaming on the protesters, you blame blaming on meetings, you blame blaming on whatever you want to blame it on, people are not wearing masks. And as a result, that causes the transmission rate to go up. 1,000 cases today, 700-plus cases yesterday, 11 deaths today, 13 deaths yesterday. What is it in? And it seems like almost people need someone in their immediate circle of friends and family to get sick before they acknowledge that corona is real. But what that does is it puts everybody else in jeopardy while they're coming to those hard realizations. And it should be... It shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've seen it hit close to home as of late in different ways with clients, with, with, with family and friends and people close to us. That, look, I, I shared something on my personal Facebook page from our classmate that spent um, 60-something days in the hospital in Nashville. Uh, that was a heartfelt message, and and, and and I love the way he put it, and I'm paraphrasing it, but uh, you can check it out on my Facebook page, but he said, look, I, if you think wearing a mask is uncomfortable, he said, how about being in a coma for 43 days? Oh, if that doesn't do it for you, how about your kidney function shutting down and you having to go on emergency dialysis? dialysis? Oh, and if that don't do it for you, if the mask is still uncomfortable, he said, how about learning all of your ability to walk and move and having to relearn how to do all of that again? How's that? He says, so he says, So if wearing a mask is uncomfortable for you, think about the discomfort of what comes from
1: not wearing a mask. And so,
0: look, I, 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 it's, it's becoming more and more and more and more the norm now. And not the exception that people are getting sick another friend of mine out here in texas uh used to work with him, a colleague um and i just happened to see his pace his post on facebook yesterday evening i wasn't even aware he was in the hospital and 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 had been in that bad of shape and you got to see this guy this guy is the specimen of health i mean he runs he works out I mean buff great shape i mean you know he trains like he's going to the olympics you wouldn't even recognize him i mean i you know pneumonia and COVID, fighting both of those on those fronts he finally made it home from the hospital look i the fight is not over i can't say enough the fight is not over in a lot of ways the fight is just beginning because people are just starting to see this is real. And then when I go through weekends and I see nonsense, we, we we beg people to be very careful. and strategic on the 4th of July. And I see this thing now, this new phenomenon. We're having Corona parties. We are having hundreds and thousands of people at a 4th of July event. No mask. I mean, I, I am. I, and I, too, some of the words of Fannie Lou Hamer when I say I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired
2: of that. Yeah. And that is. It's uncalled for. It. My it's, it's uncalled for. Yeah. I mean, all that does is create a new hotspot. Dr. Hobbs, the man has aged so much in six months. He doesn't look like himself. And it's because he's been pleading with leadership and with regular citizens all across the state of Mississippi to help participate in flattening the curve. It's like everybody's waiting on somebody to do something else, but yeah, you still getting drinks at half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is airborne, and it's starting to be recognized as airborne. Oh, wow. I got one airborne. for you. you know, look,
0: this is coming from mom.
2: <laughs> yeah, 4,000 cases today in Georgia. 1,000 cases today in Mississippi. And you have these people talking about bringing children back to school. Hold on. Hold on. hold on. Yeah. It's bigger than that. You're talking about doing tour days in football. You're talking about all of these normal pre-corona activity. And yet, we have more cases now than we did when we were sheltered in place mandatory. The country was shut down. That's asinine. To me that I, I, look
0: to me that sounds like negligence I mean just straight up negligence to me I I just I, I'm 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 outside of myself just can't believe it I I am I, I, um, the thought of that
2: the thought of you will put children in harm way to save the e- economy which is pointed directly at a presidential election. Man, come on. Stop playing. So it's up to parents to get together and say what's best for me and my household. And if you wanted football that bad, then why did you have to go to Happy Hour? Can't have both. Not right now.
0: I mean, <clears throat> we're in a world, I yeah, listen, let, let's, let's last week, and, and, and I keep telling everybody, did, Corona has no respect of person. It has no respect of economic, economic status, economic status. It has no respect of the size of your bank account. It has no respect of your title, your position, your neighborhood, your, your, your affluence, or your n- not of, or, it has no respect of person, no respect of color. I said, it's not biased, It's not racist, it's, it's not unfair. It's just Corona. And it's an equal opportunity disease. And when I say that, meaning, look at where it's hitting. <clears throat> last week, last Friday, in fact, Mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms announced she had tested positive along with her husband and one of her kids you know, out here in Dallas, look, it's not them Ezekiel, you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I know you are, tested positive. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one, several. So it's gonna be more of, and, and, and now the thought that we're gonna send kids back into schools that are already crowded, mm-hmm. and they support, uh-huh, and you, uh-huh. yes, you got your plexiglass, that doesn't follow social distancing guidelines so you just saying you got glass in between them but how do you social distance i look at my daughter's school how can you social distance 2000
2: kids i've been to the school in the school day and then Linda, just think about this think about this because i had this conversation briefly with angela brady uh, from columbia mississippi What does that say to our educators who are committed to teaching those students? What does that say to the janitor who is committed to making sure that those students have a clean and safe environment to work in? What does that say to the administrators who want to keep all the teachers and students safe? You're not giving them an option. You're not even thinking about their well-being. They're supposed to teach and basically no hazard pay the teachers not getting paid like that. Right, they doing it, they doing it as a vocation of love. <laughs> you know, I love the way
0: Iris put it here. I put a comment up. Uh, uh, that's that's a pretty good way I saying. It. Open the White House and governors' mansions for tours before, before you send our children back to school. You know, we listen. Here's the thing I hear. So here, let me give you some irony. So. TEA, which is the Texas, you know, Teachers Education Association here, they mandated that there will be school in the fall and kids will go back to school. But yet, TEA is working from home into January.
2: Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I, I I, mean, come on, man, come That's on, do as I say, not <laughs> as I do. That should have been the title of your of your uh, segment for today. I know, right? Because, and I know I'm putting my my hands in my face, but I assure all of you, I wash my hands so much they real clean, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know. But I mean, you're you're out here telling these people to put themselves and their children at, in harm's way, but yeah, you working from home because you know how bad it is, right? I mean, and then we've had we've had uh, professional healthcare workers come on the show. We have some that watch every week. Ask them what the state of affairs is with the ICU across Mississippi. They out of beds. So what's going to happen when you when you create hotspots by putting these people in classroom? Look, we know how how much
0: kids attract the common germs because they could come home and get us sick with them. We we not talking about the corona. We talking about common germs. So. And they say Corona is 10 times more contagious than those common germs. So can you imagine the state? So one day of school, one day of school, somebody did the math on it. One day of school in America, I forgot what the number was. I wish I could find could infect. And I forgot how many millions of people it was. Yes, we, because remember, we got
2: <laughs> we said you heard me say millions of people, right? Oh, I did. I did. I mean, Leslie, you're talking about you're talking about social distancing of minors. Okay, good luck with that. You're right. talking about classrooms where you obviously they're gonna try to adjust the numbers or try to do something alternate, but it's still not gonna matter because you're in a closed space. Airborne. Now you gotta try to enforce a mass policy. Then You got to go deal with the cafeteria. You're going to have to do some type of grab-and-go and and feed them in place. Let's assume you get every one of those steps correct. No one on this planet lives in a bubble, sir. They still have to go home. And you just increase the eyes of everyone in that household getting grown. All
0: right. I I, I just... I just had to pull up some numbers, so get this right, because this just this was blowing my mind. This is 2019 numbers. But in the U.S., in elementary and secondary schools, 50.8 million students were in public schools. Mm-hmm. Another 5.8 million students were in private schools. Mm-hmm. That's almost, that's over 59 million students. That's just students. You still I mean, got That's over 56 million students. Over 56 million students. Mm-hmm. So one day, one day, 56 million students go back to school. <laughs> I, I, I can't even calculate that. Do you understand what we're saying? We, we, we see what happens when one person goes into a work environment with 50, what happens? you going to send 56 million students back to
2: school? Wait, hey. <laughs> hey, it's worse. It's worth. Yeah, because, I know. Because that's just compulsory education. What about higher education? I, I hadn't I had even touched it. I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: I'm saying secondary elementary schools alone, that's the number. They're going to go to school, could possibly come in contact with the virus bring that home so this is
2: i i i remiss um does anybody out there have any questions because i mean that's to me that's you know iris says it would take It will only take one child to get the virus for the
0: whole school to be shut down and then those parents and on and on and on.
2: That's right, Iris. Only one. Only one.
0: That's something we say when we were kids. Only one, not two, not three, not four. Yeah. So we have to this is not a time to be silent. This is why I say the fight is not over. This is not a time to be content. I ask those questions of your school officials and do what you gotta do to not send your kids to school. In that way, I, I can not send my daughter back to school in that environment if that's what they're gonna do. And you got the option of, and they say, oh, well, you got the option of, of, of them having a remote learning. Well, there is no option. That's the only option <laughs> um, for most of us because then I think about the parents that don't have that option. They got to go work and they don't have a situation where they can work from home and they have to send their kids into that environment. And then them, then themselves go into that environment every day because they don't have options. Yep. So what you are doing is forcing a whole group of people into an option that you're demanding because they don't have the resources to have options.
2: Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. It goes without saying too, because we talk about this a lot. When you talk about disparities in the black and brown community, when you make those type of demands, it's going to dis- disproportionately affect black and brown communities. That's a nice kids cup you're drinking out of, Leslie. Stop. Yeah, stop is, man. stop using is. Leslie Madeline's.
0: Uh, well, you Le- tell the story behind this. Leslie Madeline saw I was working hard today, so she brought me lunch. Oh, OK. And okay. so, you know, I, I really I didn't care what kind of cup it was out of at that point. I was just happy to get it. Gotcha. But no, carry on with your point, because I think this is I've probably never been as troubled in my years on this earth as I am right now with just what I'm seeing from the decisions that are just so inhumane. I mean, it's not about. It's not from a place of concern. It's not from a place of, of of loving thy neighbor. It's not from a place of any human decency. So, it's not in a place of love for humanity. This this is a selfish, greedy play.
2: How many how many how many Wu Tang fans do we have in in our in our uh, watching our episode today? Because this is about cream cash rules, everything around me. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. <laughs> that, this is what this is about. They're not worried about you getting sick. They're not worried about how they're going to treat you. Obviously, they're not because all the hospitals are full. And they saying, we're going to have to come up with some other way. We need help from the community. Uh, I can't really help them with that. And you can't either. We're not equipped to help with that. So, Elections have consequences. I say that much.
0: Well, we got some comments in here. So let's let's let me put a couple of these up. James has a deep one here. I'll let you take that one, Charles. Then I advance it down.
2: I understand that, but when you have a look at the fact that there will be a dramatic unemployment increase because everything becomes virtual, then you want some of those employees. It's a two-edged sword. Then the fact that the schools and black communities don't have the infrastructure for complete virtual learning, is a hell of a situation to be in. All we need to do is keep repeating this last sentence. It's a hell of a situation to be in. They know these things. It's 2020 and we're just not getting money approved for rural rural broadband internet service to smaller communities. Disproportionate effect on black and brown communities. That's here in Mississippi. So, of course, there is not infrastructure. And if you're doing it right, I'm not opposed to. Going saying we're going back to school in some capacity, but you need to have several different models. Guess what? These school districts don't have the money like that to do. It. Because if, you, if you're if you doing it properly, then that means you're going to hire a whole extra set of teachers to to remove some of the burden from others.
0: There would not be enough janitorial staff to keep those schools sanitized. You would have to have a 24-hour cleanup group. Yeah, you're gonna have to do it every couple of hours, Rosita.
2: So, listen,
0: when we say, and James to your poem, we say this is about dollars and cents. It's always been about dollars and cents. It's just now that it's very clear to everyone it's about dollars and cents. It never has not been about dollars and cents. The reality now is those decisions about dollars and cents are now meaning life and death in, in certain communities. That's right. So this is a higher state. Yes. And 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 here's what I said. Just because you're going to have more students doing virtual, I, I, I disagree with that. It doesn't mean you need less teachers to teach virtual. No, you need to lower the ratio because you're not going to be as many in the class. Right. And better quality. That doesn't give you an excuse to pull teachers out, to lay teachers off. You need to fund the same way you always fund it and even more and do quality education. We've got to put that pressure on the powers that be. So it shouldn't be a reduction in teacher staff. The cost reduction that the districts are going to receive is in utility bills and things of that nature. And then I say, come up with a plan. I think maybe Springport Sports will be okay, but Come up with a plan for your extracurricular activities where the kids go to the school one or two days. They, they have a designated day a week. They go based on their extracurricular activity where they can go and use the bigger spaces in the facilities and social distance and still get that interaction and be safe. We we just got to rethink this thing. We can't solve today's problems with yesterday's solutions. Yeah, we, guys, this is a new this is a new reality. We have to solve it with new ideas and fresh ways and fresh approaches. This is not something we've seen before, so history doesn't give us a road map to this. So we can't solve this with yesterday's solutions. So come on, y'all pour some of those solutions and suggestions in.
2: Well, I'm just going to tell you, I understand you asking for solutions. Mm. I'm still griping because <laughs> I I saw uh I saw a coach on Twitter saying that we need to get back to false sports because his players don't have enough tape. Oh,
0: let me read mom's comment right quick. Now think about when. It, uh, now think about when it's time to go home. The kids are all over the place because they have to go whenever someone will keep wherever someone will keep them until mom makes it home. Yeah, about. Um, Oh man, this show got got to grow. Even my wife is jumping in today. So she said, "I don't trust it." The T TE, the Tea Plan is uh, T the Tea Plan in play is for paper only. There have been many pre-COVID days when there wasn't even soap or paper towel in my kid's restroom.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what the rest of that means, MK. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know what that means. I mean, but that's what I, I mean. And Marsha hits on a point that I want to drive home. All of these paper plans and paper products, it's a difference between a, a, a stoneware plate and a paper plate. You get a cheap paper plate and you put something wet on it, it's going right through it. Corona is going right through these plans. So you can make all the plans in the world. Everybody can see what what the numbers are. So why are we still playing around with it? Look, Iris said the solution is virtual
0: school. And and to to James's point, virtual school don't mean you need less teachers. It means you need more teachers because now you've got to you got to do you got to teach differently and 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 from a teacher that teaches virtually. I can tell you it's just as much work, if not more, because now you've got to be even more engaged and you got to retrain the teachers how to teach virtually and be effective. And I, I listen, we, we we just got to rethink it. And cool. I think we, you know, the smarter play would be continue through virtual. Let's get through the fall and let's let's have a plan of getting back into school physical buildings in January. But. Rushing everything, we're rushing. And what we have, what have we learned from all the states that rush back to work, rush back to getting open? What have we learn I can tell you what we learned in Texas. We were one of the first. We rushed back. We in a mess. We in a just a. I use Marshall's last interview. <laughs> Man, we are in that kind of mess right now.
1: High well, spots
2: everywhere. I heard, I heard. uh I heard the top doctor or the administrator from the University Medical Center here at, uh, in Jackson, say that we went from sheltering at uh, sheltering home under the, under those orders to what was supposed to be a phase in of opening back up. But what in actuality happened was we went from staying at home to everything opened up at once. Happy hour back gone strip club back over, people trying to make their employees come back to work, court going on. No, 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 no. Let's let's deal with that. And
0: here's the other part when I when I hit on it earlier about we're we're not being humane. employers forcing people to come back to work. That's right. Report back to work or lose your job. job. (laughs) So, again, the choices we're given is not a choice if it's a choice between life and death. I'm sorry. I don't take that as a choice.
2: As not mean, a, for, for quiet is kept, Leslie. Quiet is kept. Is what they're saying is we've made a calculated. Uh, our algorithm is telling us we can afford to have this many people die. That well, they've said that already. They said yeah. it. They said it already. We when this first started, I, I
0: cautioned you guys all. They made, They said worst case scenario, um, there was even pre- um, models out there to show where the. The U.S. could expect to lose up to three million people if they lost three million. It would only take a maximum amount of years to 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 replenish those three and gain on that. And so I, just the thought of that was just like had me perplexed. But just three million, huh? just three million lives, three million mothers, three million fathers, three million kids. 3, come on. Come on. Get out of here with that. So my question on that, when I flip back and I always get a trouble and I say, that's fine. Let me make you one of the three million and tell me how you feel. <laughs>
2: they can't tell you because they gone.
0: Yeah, yeah, my point.
2: So it,
0: how, do, how do you vote and how do you feel about that number three million if you know you're one of those three
2: three million? Well, I, 3 million? Imagine, I imagine your, your thought process is drastically different. And I think that's the point that Isaiah was trying to drive home. He didn't go out seeking Corona. Oh, but did he get it? Oh, and did he stay in the hospital for 60 days? And now he's trying to re reintegrate himself into just the living. Just living.
0: Just living. I mean, literally to just survive.
2: And I know... I know there's a zero-sum game when it comes to HBCUs and and other small conferences and uh, colleges and universities, Uh, but about the same token, when does the public policy slant towards the safety of the individual?
0: Hmm. You know... Speaking of that, guys, I'm going to play something for you because I think set set this clip up of Isaiah Charles and then I'm going to play it because I think it's important enough. I think anybody that has spent that long in the hospital and gone through me has gone through deserves uh, anything we can do to get this message out. I
2: want people to hear it from, from, from the source, but set it up for me. Well, just let it roll. It'll speak for itself. Isaiah Isaiah, uh, is what two years younger than us, Mm
1: -hmm. right?
2: And uh, very bright individual, and he's
1: telling you in his own words what Uh, first I want to thank everybody for your prayers and your well wishes during my time of recovery from COVID 19. Uh, I feel your energy. And uh, it's a blessing to me, God is good. But what I want to talk about is uh, stop playing. Uh, Please wear your mask, wash your hands, practice social distancing. Uh, Is the barbecue that important? Is going to the bar that important? if you're not going to govern yourself, be mindful of the people in your life. You don't want to go out here and catch coronavirus and then spread it. I mean, not only would you be sick, but you'd get countless other people sick. And the thing that I had to learn the hard way—well, uh, let me take that back—it wasn't the hard way. I was in the first wave of people here in the state of Tennessee to get sick by COVID. Um, and after spending a total of 60 days in the hospital, I can tell you this. If you think a mask is uncomfortable, try being in a coma for 42 days. Or, uh, having a machine breathe for you for three and a half weeks. Oh, I know. How about your kidney shut down and you get emergency dialysis? If that doesn't move you, how about three bad infections, blood transfusions. I can go on and on and on. And as I'm on my way to recovery, I am compelling you to do the right thing. Don't be selfish. Take care of yourself and take care of your fellow man. It's just a moral responsibility. I'm not trying to shake my finger at anybody. I just don't want you to go through what I have had to go through. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. You know? Uh, And again, I appreciate all the prayers and well wishes. uh, But please keep yourself safe. Keep your loved ones safe. Uh, And just do the right thing.
0: Death, no people. I don't know if you can say it any better
2: than that. That man lived through sixty days of being hospitalized, and he's now trying to compel his fellow man to not end up like him, do no fault of his own. Because he was in the first wave.
0: Right. Before we even knew. Yeah.
2: That's concrete. That's concrete right there.
0: So when I tell you guys, when you hear us speaking with authority and with passion about this, this stuff is hit close to home. This stuff is real you shouldn't have to have that same experience because you didn't wear a mask or because you didn't practice social distance granted if you've done all those things and you still unfortunately in that situation you that's one thing but to not do it <laughs> to just not do it is is as he said it's selfish it's really 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 selfish so we wanted to to urge you to understand that the fight is not over and that we have to still be engaged proactively and doing the things that make sense. And we have to speak up when they don't. And and I'm looking at the comments today and they're flooding, flooding, line. I can't even get to them all the day. But the reality is there are things that are being said, there are decisions that have been made, and this is not a time we can just go with them. If it doesn't make sense, we got to call it out. And the reality is the one thing we hadn't even talked about, and Charles brought up, talked about it a little bit earlier, we got schools moving forward going to schools. Have you thought about the teachers at all? Have you thought about their help, their families? Because you got a large percentage of teachers that are that are over 60, right? So have you thought about have you thought about their families? Have you thought about them? Have you thought, have you asked them if they want to come back? Did you get you know, we this is a lot more to this than just me make a decision. Then the last thing we've seen is I uh, uh, I'll just say 45 because I, I he the decision that he will use he was with hell, withhold, I'm sorry, withhold federal aid if kids don't go back to school.
2: So I want to talk about that a little bit. Go ahead. Because I posted I posted that because I wanted to get a post on uh, on families. And the feedback I got was very good feedback. And a lot of it centered around the fact that he doesn't have the authority to do that. Right. And I kind of figured that's what people were going to say. But here's the thing that you need to know. You are the president of these United States. You're responsible for red states, blue states, purple states. You're responsible for white, black, brown, Latinx, gay, straight, trans, Christian, atheist. You're responsible for everybody that's under that umbrella. So when you speak, people listen. Not only do people listen, people act. Now, who are the actors that could carry out what he's saying? Real state governor. So let's not lose fact of where those congressional dollars filter down to. No, 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 let's maybe, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to support that
0: argument with this. When he spoke and said we need to get back to work, the country needs to go back to work. What states so we're, the ones work? That were pushing? The red state governors. Right. So, So he knows his audience. So when you say even though we all thought it was too early to go back to work, we went back to work. Right.
2: Look at the situation now. So, hey. so it has to it has to be said that part of the solution, and unfortunately, it's way over the horizon in November. But it goes back to an episode we did a couple a couple weeks ago, yeah. and doing your part in your community to make sure that mail in voting is a true thing, right? And that people understand how to do it. And that they do it, and understand when you have that, that type of stuff coming from on high, Leslie. Yep, that is gross negligence,
0: very much so. And and guys, keep in mind the deadline, depending on your state to be registered, is early October, mid October. I know Texas, I think, is the 19th, uh, Mississippi, I, I'm not sure what the exact date uh, to be registered to vote is but I know it's in that October range. Look, we gotta we gotta we gotta do what we need to do and have our business so we can't vote. Now here's the other thing that, that's happening and I alluded to this a while back. Not, no major noise has been talked about on actual voting changes for election day. Now remember we're supposed to be social distancing. We're supposed to be in small groups. So Watch this. My local city, I just just came out from the mayor that now they're restricting group gatherings to 10 or less people. Here's the thing. So in in my city, just just to show you the numbers, my city now, which is a small suburb of the greater Dallas area and 528 or 558 uh, people uh, infected right now. Um, If I went from tip to tip In my city it's probably not Probably not Six not five miles long My people not five miles long So when you look at That number And you only Going to put ten how does this impact Voting on election day in November Who does a low Voter turnout help Right does it hurt So if I can only put groups of ten, how do we now? Here's the other thing: the rules haven't changed on voting, though. So you don't now have voting where election day is extended to be over a period of two or three days. Still, one day, votes have to be counted. Still, the 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 hours for the poll is still the same; they haven't changed. So now, if I got to stand in line and be social distance, how long does it take me to cast that vote?
2: Yeah, but here's the here's the flip side of it. We've already seen, we've already seen spring training in Kentucky. Yeah. They're gonna say COVID-19, we need to reduce the number of voting spaces. Yep. That's where I'm going. Yeah. Which is gonna make the line what? Longer. Discourage we- people. And who the, and who is easily deterred in the first place? People with jobs. People with no jobs, people with disabilities, people with no disabilities. If you stand in line for so long, you're gonna be discouraged. And here's what the next thing
0: is gonna happen: because now you're not gonna be able to just run the vote and run back and get back. Your employer is probably gonna require you to take a day off. Right. So I'm gonna tell you now: start now, plan now, put that day off in now.
2: You gonna. That seems like that. That seems like something you should push, Liz. We can't make it a national holiday. It's too late. But you need to be pushing for people to take off one day from work. We're gonna be back at work. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the way we're going, we'll be back at work. Uh but take off election day. Take off election make day. Make I'm your home. own national holiday. And go vote. Absolutely. Um
0: let me get to some of the comments here. We oh boy, we got them. Let, let me pop a couple <laughs> of them out right there. Georgia has weeks of early voting, take advantage of it, no line, no waiting. Good point, Texas does too, take advantage of it, yes. All right, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I just, all right, so that's Marcia's comment, but it's a response to Elise's comment, I believe. So I, I didn't catch this at first, uh, I gotta go back. At least I, I didn't. I missed this. I, 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 are you? Is that bottom line correct? It, it, are they training teachers to appropriately clean the stations? Is that? Am I reading that right? Was that a
2: typo? Let me you know. know. You know, you're reading that right. I, you know, I, you're reading I, that right. Because pre-corona, teachers brought their own paper, their own pencils, their own protractors, their own calculators. These schools have not put money up. To probably educate these kids in a very long time. So what make you think now in the middle of a pandemic, they're going to have extra genitals? <laughs> what make you think they're going to have extra Lysol? Enough. They'll have extra Lysol. Don't get me wrong now. They'll have a, they have extra Lysol, but are they going to have enough for those teachers to feel comfortable teaching in that environment? Good point. Good point. And I think, I think, I think. <laughs> Wait a
0: minute, at least responded. Oh man, Lisa, said, <laughs> gonna be singing. I'm the clean up woman.
2: <laughs> yeah, listen, no, Don't I know, not my gift, but no, not your deal.
0: But the fact of the matter is, so now we're not gonna have enough janitors, so we're gonna convert the teachers and make making part time janitors. They still gotta teach the kids, clean the building. These paper plans
2: are, 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 are these paper plans are hilarious, man. A bunch of airplanes
0: flying. <laughs> have you ever noticed that in paper plans everything always works out on paper? Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I think I think I heard I think I heard one uh maybe last night. I don't know. But I heard one that said uh we're gonna have temperature checkers and greeters the football game, and you can only sit together if you are uh family, and we're going to sit every other row, and, 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 oh, we got, we got, we got, you know, I mean, come on, man, those paper players go on and on. <laughs> anything has shown us anything. When you start letting people go in the stadium and they start yelling, right. they're passing corona. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. And so, so now you're going to tell me,
0: you're going to let them say, what are you going to do about the bathroom? What you going to do about the concession thing? What you going to I mean, come on, man. Look, what you going to do when the band got to come out? The, come on. Come on. What you going to do about the officials that got to referee the game? You can't socially distance and call Holden
2: from 30 feet away. What, what you going to do? I mean, do? even more than that, show me a football uniform where you're not spreading uh, sweat spit, and other fluids. I can't show you one. The only one that can do that is the one that
0: never play. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it's paper plans. It all sounds good on paper. Look, look, look. It reminds me when I saw Doctor J and Michael Jordan and those guys. They go do amazing shot. What I, what you do? You want to go to the court and try? It, right? Go we'll try.
2: And in your mind, you could do it. In your mind, I believe I could fly. I'm probably probably not supposed to use that reference. Probably, but, not. probably not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you get the point. I mean, yeah, you, you thought you could do these amazing things. <laughs> you, thought you, you thought you could do these amazing things. Okay. Uh but yeah, no, it didn- never works out that way. Wait a minute.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. At least you are you really pointed on today. I i don't believe this. Student masks are optional and if you contract the disease you're not to tell anyone.
2: What the? Is this the Arkansas uh, Department of Education putting out these things? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, this is a good point. Marsha brings a Good point. Well, it looks like to me the Divine Nine and others need to work the voting lines and encourage people to stay put and vote, serve coffee, donuts, play music, whatever is needed.
2: You got a good point. Unless them donuts are individually wrapped, you need to give them encouragement from the far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: individually wrap donuts and give them encouragement from the far. I, I bottle of water Look, give him a bottle of water and and pass, and throw him an individual wrap wipe or something. <laughs> but you're right. The reality is, though, we have to, we have to, we've, we've got to show up in this election and we've got to do what we got to need to do.
2: Bottom line, we have to. Time to stop depending on politicians, people. We have to show up. That's what I said. We have right. to show up. Um,
0: Wow, I, I I'm just I'm amazed with that one. Student masks are optional. I gotta read that again. Student masks are optional, and if you contract a disease, you are
2: not to tell anyone. Hmm. We can't disclose any information because that's against the rules. Right. But we've heard reports that individuals getting uh. Corona are discouraged from retesting. Right. 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 I wonder why. Because it
0: makes the numbers go up, Charles. And then my numbers look bad, and so I can't report the numbers that I want, but if I can keep the numbers a certain way, I can spin the story the way I need to
2: spin it. Yeah, like that foolishness about... Schools must open because they're opening in Denmark, Sweden, Germany, and other places. And they had 10 cases, uh, 200 cases, maybe a 1,000. And we had 55,000 on the day he said that.
0: Man, we're I mean, we, we well past 100,000. I mean, I, look, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I, you heard it from Isaiah. You heard it from... a a direct victim and survivor of of corona, I mean, from the onset, which is one of the toughest fights because, I mean, early on, they didn't know what was going on. Um, If that doesn't move you, I don't know what will. I'm going to keep pounding on you because the reality is, is this is serious business. This is life or death for a lot of people. And it's not just older people. It's not just black people. It's not just young people. It's everybody. It's touched everybody It's got a death count in every age category So as
2: in Isaiah's words stop playing That's the best way to say it, the best <laughs> way to say it is, And I, I want to take a point of personal privilege just for one second All right. You got about a minute. Go ahead. I don't even need a whole minute. People, we asked y'all to stay home for the 4th of July. Now you can see the numbers coming on in already. So imagine eight more days from now what they're going to be. But while those numbers are coming in, will y'all please stop shooting those fireworks? The 4th of Mm. July is over. Stop shooting. (laughs) It's over. It's gone. Let it go. Just let it go.
0: You need to say that to my neighbors too, because they just they just didn't get the message. I mean, and I don't ever remember shooting fireworks at one in the morning,
2: midnight. It's July 10th. It's July 10th, and we are still hearing fireworks. Come on now. <laughs> I pray.
0: Guys, be safe. We know we, 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 we're at the end of our time today. Um, you guys have had a lot of comments, a lot of good feedback. I am just—it's it's time to stop playing. We—we've got to handle business. We know what's before us. We know what we need to do. Let's 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 be about doing it. Let's be about handling business, handling business, and taking care of what we need to take care of. Any closing words, Charles?
2: Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. Look out the wonder sometime. Stay home. And if you need any legal work done, our Urban Law. We here. 601-340-6800. Everybody have a safe weekend. And yes, we
0: are still working. So if you need us, call us. And until then,
1: be easy.
2: Leslie and I have known each other since early, early childhood. We grew up on the same country road in Mississippi. I think why
0: we're good for the community of Mississippi is because we're a product of this community. We are just two country guys, and we were embedded with what I call the diamonds of good character.
2: Come, join the family, and help us build the community.